Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Tonight we're going to talk about Mary Magdalene. We're still in our Women of the Bible study, and we still hope you're enjoying it. And if there's any woman that we haven't talked about, please let us know. We would love to study her for you. Um, so what we know about Mary Magdalene is that Jesus cast seven demons out of her. Seven demons, oh. okay? And then after that, she followed him. Um, we don't really know how much she followed him, but she was, like, where it's um, listed in the Bible, she's in some really important places, um, she was in Luke 8. She ministered to Jesus after um, he was preaching in several cities. Um, and then she was at the cross. Um, she was at his burial. And then she came um, up to the great or the tomb to anoint his body um, with spices. And she found that his body was missing. And she actually wept over the missing body. She thought something, you know, bad had happened to him. And so she loved Jesus, um, and then Jesus actually appeared to Mary first, it says in Mark 16, 9, um, and Mary was the one that told others that he had, he had been resurrected. And so as I was studying Mary um, and all the things that we know about her, it started to make me think about um, if she still had those demons, she wouldn't have been able to help Jesus. Well, first of all, she wouldn't have been able to follow him. Right. Um, she wouldn't have been able to help him. She wouldn't have been able to be in all those important places um, in history. I mean, his she was at his you know death, burial, and resurrection. Um, and so, you know, her demons would have held her back from being present in those places. And so I started thinking about what are the things that hold me back from th- from certain situations um, or from people, and. So what are the spiritual demons that we face today? So that's what we're going to talk about. And my best definition of a spiritual demon is negative thoughts or feelings that keep us from fulfilling our purpose on earth. They can keep us from connecting with others, doing daily tasks, and worshiping God with our heart, soul, and mind. So what do y'all have on um, either Mary or, you know, just the definition of spiritual demon? Do y'all have anything to add to that? Yeah, it was. it's super interesting, like... Because, you know, Jesus had his his apostles mm-hmm. that were like his posse, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, there's not a lot of women that are, are mentioned as being disciples. So mm-hmm. um, for her to be present in all those places, you know, it just speaks to how big her faith was, yeah. you know, and how, how close that they were, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um. When I was thinking about negative thoughts, I was um, it reminded me of the snowball effect, mm-hmm. um, you know, where one negative thought can lead to another, and then those negative thoughts leads to more, and so on and so on, and then it can be this giant destructive ball um, that can just tear through um, your mental health. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's miserable. It's a miserable way to live, 
if you're just constantly seeing negative because the more negative that you have in your mind, the more negative you see throughout your life. And it's harder to find those positives in your daily walk. Um, so I'm just going to be real and let you know that this is my biggest struggle. Um, you know, I am really hard on myself and I have been for a while. And, you know, some of the things that Satan has bombarded my mind with is depression anxiety, low self-esteem and self-worth, stress, so much stress to where, you know, it's an, I have like an overwhelmed breakdown, um, because I let it get that way. Um, and then fears of not being enough, uh, feeling of unloved and I'm an overthinker, um, constantly in my head, overthink my words and actions, everything. And, and those things can keep me, have kept me from connecting to people have kept me from, you know, helping people, um, doing daily tasks, and has kept me from worshiping God with my heart, soul, and mind. Um, what do y'all have to add to that list there? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very similar. We talk about all the time that Marina and I think very similarly about mm. how we think about ourselves. And, um, you know, yeah, there's been times that, you know, I haven't done things or spoken, just spoken to people because mm. I'm thinking – they're going to think I'm weird or they're mm-hmm. going to think um, I'm ugly or something, you know, just simple yeah. things like that. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's not a healthy way to, to think and to live because it definitely wears on your mind and it wears mm-hmm. on your spirit. And, you know, it can just can completely destroy, you know, your, just your self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think everyone has their, their own internal battle that they they fought spiritually um some of the things that I've battled in my life um are lust and doubting that God exists or doubting God's plan for me um depression and anxiety as well Mm -hmm. um and just just so many other things I mean pride has been been one or um feeling better than other people or more deserving than than other people too so um but when you're in a spiritual battle like no one knows unless you tell them so you have to be able to kind of reach out to people if you need help because that was something that I messed up on is when I was having this huge spiritual battle in my life of um you know doubting God's plan and doubting God exists you know I didn't tell anybody because I was Mm -hmm. afraid that they were going to reject me or I was afraid that um they were going to say something wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you know I didn't even give them the opportunity Mm -hmm. um to help me but if if I would have had people on my side helping me fight that battle and reminding me of everything that God's done for me in my life and um, how he does show up for me. Um, you know, I probably could have walked walked that battle a little easier than than the hard road that I had to had to learn from. Mm-hmm. So just recently, I, and when I say recently, I mean like real recent. <laughs> <laughs> I have blamed myself and told myself that those were a part of who I was. And a part of what I was born with. And if you watch the Monday Motivation 
um, you know, you'll realize that's when I realized (laughs) that it is not. (laughs) No. Um, But really, this this lesson, studying for this lesson has made me realize that it's not a part of who I am. It's not a part of who you are. Um, It's a battle that we're fighting, and we can't overcome them. And it's not a click, you know, a flip of a switch, but it is something that we can get better at and overcome. Yeah. Um, We need to turn those blames to Satan because he is the one that's whispering those negative thoughts in our mind. He's the one that is, you know, fogging our minds to where we can't see that positive. Um, It's not you. Um, So we really want to talk about how do we overcome this negativity? How do we get better? You know, how can we um, fight this fight? You know, it's easy to say, okay, let's go fight, you know, put on this armor. But how do we do it? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what we're going to really, really say today. Um, So, first of all, there are certain situations that you need to get professional help. And getting professional help is the sign of strength. It's not weakness. You know, it's not um, you giving up and saying, well, I can't do it. I've got to get, you know, help. It's the first step to strength. And it's the first step to knowing that you want to be better, telling yourself that you want to be better. Um, so connecting with others, find in your people, find your people that overlook your awkwardness, um, <laughs> laugh with you. I mean, laughing is a sort, you get endorphins, you know, it's, it's a way to, to get that, that hormone, um, moving through your mind. And that is, you know, has been proven to help with depression and, um, those type of mental, you know, mental health. Um, and just find somebody who encourages you, not brings you down, but lifts you up. Um, another one is changing the script. If you saw the post that I posted yesterday in Proverbs sixteen twenty four, is gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. I just love that verse so much um, because it really is. The words, yes, you need to have gracious words towards others. And most of the time, like I said, we do pretty good at that. Or at least we catch ourselves and we go apologize. But to ourselves, we do not most of the time use yeah. gracious words. We use the harshest words that we have on ourselves. Yeah. And it's so toxic. It you know affects our mental health, and then that can affect our physical health. Yeah, with those negative words, like you really have to, to practice mindfulness and being able to recognize when those words are being used so that you can like change your your train of thought you know Mm -hmm. um because it's real easy just to spiral down um but you have to be able to stop it before you get to the bottom of the pit I guess Mm -hmm. I was in a store the other day and you know the how are you question Mm -hmm. (laughs) is always asked and I was just just overheard this conversation and the lady was like oh I'm I'm just living you know the the day and tomorrow will be the same and she was just so negative with her answer and then I thought you know, I do that too. Mm-hmm. When people ask me, I don't want to say, I'm doing really awesome. Mm-hmm. And those people that do that, it makes you feel good when you ask them, how are you? And they're like, I'm just great. Mm-hmm. Like that makes you happy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we, that with that question, we're always like, oh, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't ever want to say we're doing awesome. Yeah. But another thing that I've read and tried myself some um, is getting physical physical activity um 
I'm not saying you have to go to the gym. <laughs> I'm not saying you have, you know, if that's what you like, go do it. You, that's, you're awesome. Um, but for me, I'm not a gym person, so I have to find something I can do from home. And so that's yoga. I really enjoy yoga. Um, just the deep breathing exercises that it has within those stretches just really helps. Um, Pilates is another one that we've tried and we really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's my jam. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, and if you, if none of those seem interesting, just a walk, a 10 minute walk outside and taking in nature, taking in the things that God created for us mm-hmm. to be able to use. I mean, the fresh air, that feels so good. Taking some deep breaths in the fresh air, um, you know, just enjoying that sunshine yeah. and all the things that God created that just makes you feel so much better. Another thing that I've tried off and on, I've not been very um, regular with this one, but when I get really down... I pull out a journal and I do the bullet journaling. And if you're not familiar with that, it's basically just getting those thoughts, whatever's going through your mind on paper, out of your mind and on paper. However, it doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't have to be in this beautiful, you know, eloquent, because it's your journal. If you need to write big words all over that paper, you do it. You know, however you're feeling. Um, That's really helped me in times when I just can't figure out um, how to stop those thoughts in a way um, and yeah. maybe don't understand how I feel just getting out a pen and paper and be like okay let's get it down yeah. let's see how I'm feeling today I've done some journaling too and um, f- the first time I tried to do journaling was a fail because I was like I have to write in it every day mm-hmm. and then it just started becoming a chore and I hated it mm-hmm. um, but how I do it now like on those days or those weeks or those months that are real bad I may have like three entries a day mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then I just wrote in it last week and I hadn't written in it since like May so mm-hmm. you know yeah. it just it just changes from from day to day and there's no wrong way to do it no and you probably couldn't even read um half the things that I wrote in there because my handwriting was so sloppy because right. I was angry or <laughs> sad or something it was yeah. just but it just makes you feel better just to mm-hmm. like vent a little bit I guess yeah with a judgment completely judgment-free environment because you're the only person you and God are the only people who know what's in it mm-hmm. and another thing that I've done is making a list of the things that I'm grateful for because sometimes all we see is the things that either we don't have or um, is wrong you know quote-unquote in our lives Um, instead of looking at the things that we have going for us, looking at the beautiful life that we have and writing that down just to see it. Um, Because I'm a visual person, I have to see it. And that's when it's like, whoa, you know, I do have a lot of things to be grateful for. Um, And maybe it's that you just want, you just take every every day, you take a piece of paper or just take time to think about what was when, at least one positive thing that happened today. Yeah. And it may be that you woke up. Um, you know, we may have a really bad day and that's the only positive, but you know what? That's a positive. Um, so, it, but there's always at least one thing that you can be, think, you know, grateful for and one positive thing that happened that day. Yeah. Sometimes this sounds worse than I mean it to be, but like sometimes in, in my profession, I get to hear a lot of com- complaints or concerns um so a lot of times when I look at other people's lives and how terrible they have it it makes you like really like you don't even realize how blessed you are until you look at um some of the other things that are going on in the world or in life um and that's not saying that you're 
sufferings are insignificant compared to everything else, but just having that um, gratefulness and that Mm -hmm. humility, I guess, helps a lot. Yeah. Um, One thing that I did when I was a teenager was I took a dry erase marker to my mirror, so it comes right, you know, it comes right off. And I wrote a memory verse on my mirror. And I mainly did that just so I could focus on God and remember him throughout my day. Um, just to, because every morning I looked in the mirror, so I knew I would see that every day. And because then my, you know, my spiritual life wasn't as, as good and it was harder to think about him throughout my day. Um, so I wrote that on there and that really, really helped me. Um, so some writing something positive, it doesn't have to be on your mirror. Um, if you share it with somebody, (laughs) Um, but maybe you need to, if you share with somebody, no, um, you could be like on your nightstand, putting a little piece of paper there, getting, you can get a fancy little canvas or whatever. That's what, Um, yeah, I have a memory verse on my computer mm -hmm. for, in my office at home right now. Um, but I had it on my office computer too. And I also have a little calendar I got from Hobby Lobby Mm -hmm. that has like a daily Mm -hmm. verse, you know, you just flip it for each day. And, yeah, it's just, you know, looking down when you're getting overwhelmed like that. Because at work, I know especially sometimes I just feel so bogged down. And just looking down and just seeing something, you know, positive and good um, is just really kind of gives you a little pickup during the day. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, your phone backs. Yeah. What am I saying? Back- your background. Background. Yeah. Screensaver. I was about to say back, back saver. Um, <laughs> your phone screensaver. I mean, how many times a day do you pick up your phone? Right, yeah. yeah. If you're I anything have, like me, four million. Yeah, I have yeah, I have verses on mine and, yeah, yeah. and on my iPad too, just to yeah. see something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is listening to something positive. Hopefully we're positive and you <laughs> like to listen to us. Um, but, you know, finding a podcast or some music or whatever it is to listen to uh i've just recently started listening to a motherhood podcast and it's just very uplifting very encouraging and it's really helped me to view my me as a mother differently i don't know if it's other but anyways um (laughs) to to view my motherhood differently but um finding something if it's every morning to listen to just to get you feeling good yeah um another one that i've recently done is finding a hobby so um (laughs) my hobby is cake decorating as of now so if you have you know lessons i need them no i'm just kidding (laughs) and they may change you may be like oh this is stressful i mean don't do something don't pick something that's gonna stress you out um just pick something that is exciting and you enjoy i mean cake you eat afterwards even if it looks (laughs) terrible so (laughs) but um there's you can draw um painting do you have any other hobbies is that was my reading in the past i was a reader not so much of a reader right now but yeah reading um i don't know Hobbies. Yeah, just whatever you like. Um, finding it. Our hobbies have always been sports, so you know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all. Starting a podcast with your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another big one that I think we all are guilty of is mindless scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media you know you use. Um, just that. You don't have anything to do. You just pull that phone out and you're just scrolling, mm-hmm. scrolling, scrolling, looking at how everybody's life, everybody else's life is going. And you know, sometimes that's good if you're encouraging others or you, you're looking for things to 
um, you know, encourage yourself. Um, yeah. But I really struggle with that a lot. And I've tried to um, do like a small cleanse, like for one day. Um, but I've never tried a week long, so we're going to try that. <laughs> We've discussed it, and we hope you, if you want to, you'll join along with us. So let us know if you're going to join along, join this cleanse with us. But um, we're going to try Thursday the 17th through the 24th. And now when I say social media cleanse, I don't mean you can't get on and watch us. <laughs> or you can't get on and get, to, you know, encouraged if you have that. Um, if you have a routine to where every day you go on and see what somebody has posted, um, like a scripture, they may post a scripture every day or whatever. If it's something that encourages you, then that's okay. Um, but just getting on to just scroll that screen and just stare blankly at it, um, we're going to not do that for a whole week. And whenever you get the feeling, whenever you just feel like, you know, oh, I need to get my phone and see what everybody's doing, um, do some of the things that we've talked about find your hobby or do your hobby um you know read god's word and we're going to talk about that next but um just all the things go outside just sit outside yeah um just doing things that will benefit you more than mindless scrolling words are hard (laughs) how much like in depth it is and how much harder it is and like and like for us, you know, when you're in a spiritual or when you're in a physical battle, you know, everyone sees it and everyone goes to support you in that if they're your friends. The, I say the last, I say the best one for last, as I should say, um, because I wanted you to remember this one most of all. If you don't remember any of those other ways that you can um, fight your mental health or help your mental health, I should say, then I want you to remember this one is reading God's words. God gave us these words to help, of course, learn about God, and but to encourage us, to uplift us, to, you know, know how to get to heaven. And these words are just so good for our our bodies, our souls. Um, they just really, truly make us feel better if you just open the word up and just read. Um, so I'm going to read a quote, four verses for you here. Um, Psalms 94, 19 says, in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. And then Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you, but not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And then Philippians 4, 8 through 9 Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. And 1 Peter 5, verse 7. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. So I hope that at least that um, has, you know, encouraged you and made you feel better. Because when I read those scriptures, I was like, oh, like I needed that. You know, you just Mm -hmm. need those reminders to know that you are loved, you are cared for, and and that God is there to help you and fight for, you know, fight with you. Um, I think studying along with that prayer is mm -hmm, very important. For sure. Um, Because I know, like... If you're going through, you know, 
depression or even just stress and anxiety, your natural reaction is just to like be a recluse, just mm-hmm. like stay in your bedroom in your bed, you know, the covers over your head mm-hmm. and just not do anything, um, which is not healthy. It's not the best way to handle stress, even that that's, you know, your instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know when I'm feeling that way, when I have a lot of anxiety in my life, um, I don't pray as much because maybe I feel ashamed of how I'm feeling and I don't study and I don't even want to be around people if I'm feeling that way. Um, and you know, it's not easy, but I think it's important to just not wallow in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know for me, it just takes me down the fur, like down the rabbit hole of self pity and, you know, depletes my self confidence even more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just feel worse than ever when I do that. So, you know, prayer, like what Marina was saying before, you know, it helps you recognize your blessings, like with making a list. It's yeah. you know, another way of, you know, thanking God for your blessings. Study helps you feel closer to God. And it's our way of hearing him speak. And I think fellowship with other Christians and friends, is another big part of that. Um, because, you know, if it's, if it's a worship setting, you know, you're getting that good, um, the singing, you know, uplifting message. And it just, it really helps you out or just hanging out with other Christians. It's, um, It makes you feel valued and heard. Okay, so we just want you to know that you are loved, you are cared for, you have a friend in us, of course you have a friend in Jesus, you are enough. Um, You, if you struggle with any of these things and you need somebody to talk to, you know, we've said in the past, we're here and we mean that. Um, just send us, you know, a DM or a message on Facebook, however you listen to this. But we hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we just always want you to remember to be kind, be humble, and stay positive. Bye! Bye.